0: Love Talk Radio, <laughs> it's trash.
1: Welcome to the war room, we got Ted, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B-Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hours showin', get the brain running with the premise of talk, force on a national level, rollin' with the topic, throwin' like the others, when it's game like the bad five doing prime times, 14 romers, speak their minds a little bit. For Sports, medicine, and sports, veterans, and greats. The 4 for 26 so the war
2: ain't going wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, different, and educated. Yeah, what's good, everybody? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Jimmy the Blueprint, and I'm at the War and Roundtable with my brother, B. Austin, who's back from the latest top,
0: you know yeah. what I'm saying,
2: on, uh, you know, the top three, top three in the world tour. You dig? Um, Tokyo Olympics, all but all but over at this point. Um, but it's still, it's actually still heating up. We still ain't got our, uh, you know, champions from basketball, which is what we really care about, FOH, else? NBA free agency is creating a generational wealth.
3: No, you see them cakes going <laughs> down the track. The NBA and
2: players and everybody else. Yeah okay. Um, listen, there's a lot of super teams being formed. What well, people are calling them super teams, you know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about that in a second as well. We're going to talk about a lot of things, but you know, so sit back, relax. You know what I'm saying? If you want to call Got in, you know, you can also listen to us in the chat room, which we get ready to open in a second. Um, but you can always get into the conversation by going to the bodyhood chat room. Like I said, I'm getting ready to open that as well. Um, it's calling in. You can go to blogtalkradio.com/slash/the-war-room or you know we're at War Room Sports on all of the socials. We're gonna take calls in about thirty minutes or so. You know on a Digital Stream Tech hotline. And for those who don't know, most of you guys already know, but if not, that number is three two three four one zero 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 one two. So man, what's going on, fam? How are you be, Austin man? You know, um, I know there's a lot of mega spreader events going on, man.
3: So, what's yeah, 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 I was, I was, yeah, I was at one. I was, uh, I was definitely at one. Um uh i have not taken this uh this COVID thing as seriously as i should and i encourage everybody listen man protect yourselves wrap it up and by wrap it up i don't mean prophylactics i mean put a mask on it you know what i'm saying make sure that you drink plenty of hot tea get your get your sauna in uh yeah man these mega spreader events are going to turn uh, the world into the the walking dead I'm pretty sure within the next uh, the next 24 months um, shout out to to uh, to Dane for our intro music much closer to D block than dipset
1: <laughs>
0: yeah
2: man listen man um before we get started into the show though I just want to let everybody know that you know whether you're with us live or not during the week you can check out any of our shows we got a whole catalog full of shows you know, what I mean, as well as all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, you can do that on our website at WarRoomSports dot com, or go to any major podcast listening platform. There's never an excuse to miss an episode, so whatever you do, just do not miss an episode. So listen here, good brother, man. Let's 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 get into it, man. Let's start with these hot topics, which are brought to you by my bookie. So listen, War Room family, it's time for you to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie. It's time to place a bet, lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players, placing bets at mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag. There's no excuses. You can win. Get paid fast with no hassle. Listen, here's how you do it. Um, you join now, and my bookie is going to give you 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. How you do that is by using the, pro, um, the promo code. It's called War Room, R O O M and they'll activate this offer. Remember, that's mybookie.ag. Play, win, get paid. I mean, that's really all it is to it, man. So, listen, man. Um, let's start by talking the Olympics. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. medal count. I was checking this right before we uh, approached. China is still in the lead um, in terms of gold medals. That is, they have thirty-four gold, not not twenty-nine gold. Um. Overall medal count though. We talk about overall medal count, uh the US has ninety one, um, China has seventy four. Uh Japan has twenty two gold so with a total medal count of forty six. Um, Australia seventeen gold, total medal count of forty one, and the ROC. You know what I'm saying? They're running this rep.
0: No the rock.
2: They got um ten gold and fifty eight overall. So we talk about overall count, the US has ninety one, but if we're talking about strictly gold uh, China is in the lead. China, as a uh, you know, boy used to say, they got 34 gold man. So, any surprises in terms of the overall medal count?
3: Um, no, I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, we're we're going to dive into what we all really came here to talk about, which is uh, the snafu, the trap sham mockery that was the men's four by one hundred relay for the U.S. team uh but we'll get to that in a second. I mean, that has a a minor impact on that medal count. But uh, shame on you, US. Shame on you. I mean, what about overall? Overall is
2: that is that where you thought it? it would be like do you think that I mean, cuz even if they win that 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 goal, right?
3: Like I mean, you're still mm-hmm. behind.
2: shine yeah. for uh, yeah. for the goal.
3: Yeah, I I don't I don't see that changing with with where they are. There's what three days left in in the Olympics. They're not going to catch up. U.S. is going to come walk away with the most medals. <clears throat> they usually do, but a lot of surprises as well. Okay, so no surprises for you.
2: All right, man. I just wanted to you know check in, check in, and um see what you thought about that. And I guess next week, as we come back here, we'll discuss what the overall medal count is again. As everything it should be finished. You know what I mean? Everything will be finished. I think they should be finished. Everything will be finished, but um. One of the things that we got to look forward to in terms of a, a possible gold team USA. That's the basketball team. They're playing in the gold medal game versus France. So, think they're going to get the gold or what?
3: Um. Yes, I do. But I wouldn't be surprised if Rudy Yogurt um, can 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 help to pull it out. I mean, the U.S. has lost some games even hey, if they yo. were, you know, exhibition, <laughs> pause, even if uh even if they were exhibition, uh they they've lost some some clown show games. So I I had the US winning, but it ain't going to be no landslide. I mean, here's the thing though, right? If you if you're looking at
2: uh France's roster, right? They got um they got Kevin who about to uh get mm-hmm. another check from somebody. Um Evan Fournier, Rudy Gobert, uh, they got a couple NBA players on the squad, so it's not like they, you know. Um,
3: yo, Batum, like, yo, you know, Batum has goes, stole t- t- a t- lot t- of money, hasn't he?
2: Hey, listen, man. Batum was a, a legendary NBA 2K player, but in the NBA, he um, he's always been in one of those guys where it's like potential. He's a potential ball. He's a potential mm-hmm. ball with the Blazers, potential ball with the Hornets. He's always like, yo, he could be this.
1: But he's not. He
2: paid off potential in the NBA these days, man. Right? But anyway, no. But but he's over here playing. You know, he's on the French team. i um, doing his thing. He actually um, in the game to get them to the gold medal game. He made the, uh, the crucial play. So my my question is: if you had to give odds on this game, what would you give the odds in terms of uh, the Frenchman versus uh,
3: USA? Uh, giving odds USA three to one. Hmm. All right. I
2: mean, you know, we'll see. I mean, it sounds like you uh, you ain't giving them that much of a shot. Two to, two Not really to a one.
3: Not
2: coin flip, two boy. You one. said three
3: to one. Two, two to one. Two to one. I go two to one. Let me, let me let me back up. Listen to that. That's on record. Two to one.
2: Okay. All right, mm. man. So. That's what's going on in terms of the Olympics with this basketball, man. So, you know, we talked a lot of, over the last several weeks about how the world is catching up, but with all that being said, all the panic, here they are playing for gold nonetheless. You know what I mean? So, you know, but that, that's what it is. Though. That's the hyperbole. That's how it is. You know, they lose a game, a couple games, whatever. We 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 freak out, even if it doesn't count. And here they go playing for gold. So, it is what it is, man. So, anything else you've been paying attention to in this Olympics, too, brother?
3: Uh, the Sunshine Girls. Yeah, I, I definitely pay attention to the Sunshine Girls. Um, the a- obvious absence of Miss Richardson. Um, the much, much to do about nothing, where she took a shot at the U.S. and the Jamaicans made it all about them. Um, but yeah, other than that, not, not, not much. Not much. It's been, it's been a relatively quiet Olympics for me. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's, it's been a weird Olympics for me. Um, and speaking mm. of that, though, let's talk about Simone Biles, right? So, um, you know, she came mm-hmm. back, she won bronze on the uh, balance beam, and she also, it came out that her aunt had died uh, during the Olympics, which is, you know, kind of something that she was going through. This, um, The story of her losing her aunt change anything in terms of your perspective of what was going on with her or no?
3: Uh, no, because I thought that she was well within her right to move the way she moved and do what she did. I, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I, I. I just. I can't. I, I can't knock her for the way that she decided to decided to proceed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right.
2: I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. Um I, <laughs> funny thing about it is like it's on um on my T V and whatnot, right? Where you could pick you could pick the actual events that you wanna see and it shows you and all that. And and Deb brought this up too. Every ad, every every everything, um, she's the face, right? She she is the face. Mm-hmm. But that's why I said it's been kind of a weird Olympics for me, like, you know, um this it's just been weird to me. Like it really has been weird. Um, these Olympics, I have tuned in. Like I watch a lot of the diving and all that. Like it's, I don't know, man. It's just I'm used to seeing dominance. Um, whether it be her, whether it be Phelps, and I don't know. I guess I guess I guess for me, it's just a little different. You know what I mean? Like I, you're
3: used to I you're used to the boon shit. the boon of white supremacy and slavery. Uh, going ahead and giving the USA dominance in all games of amusement in the Olympics. That is that is that. Fair
2: Probably. to say. No, actually,
3: yeah. that might be a yeah. good point. You might be right, though. You might be yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think, yeah, I, think I am. So so one of the things that, that I was just talking about today, um, and, and it's really difficult for me because I definitely do have Certain certain favorites or certain people I'll root for if I know their story, if I like the background, I, I know the sport or whatever. Um, but when it comes to track and field and athletics, I, I can't lie. I usually just root for the descendants of Africa or the ones with the most melanin in the field. And I've noticed this olympics in particular and and all it's all olympics it, it's not this one but it just you know i took note that you have a black man an african american man claiming to be italian but you also have a lot of africans stepping up <laughs> and now dominating in track uh in the in the lower races in the in the sprints whereas typically they're more long distance uh long distance guys and gals so i just i found that interesting um but for me
1: yeah
2: i swear i forgot which, uh, what event was i think it was witnessing or something yo china had a black mm-hmm. <laughs> had a black dude on, on their squad and i'm like yo yeah yeah it's,
3: it's like just wild. It's, it's now 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 it's getting it's getting ridiculous because it's so brazen that even the colonial, like the colonial powers, we've known, like, oh man, you know, this is the slave plantation. The boat stopped at, so I got to represent it. But now it's like ridiculous. You got black Japanese folks, you got black Chinese, and i and and I'm, it's cool. But if the shoe were on the other foot, I, I don't think that there would be a Chinese person representing that African lineage if they had it. I, I, I don't know. I just—it's just an observation. Just an observation. Get get at us. Uh, no, but you, no, but wrong you might be
2: onto something, right? Like you, you got me—you mm-hmm. got me rethinking. Like why 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 this Olympics is weird to me? And it, you know, um, you said it's white mm-hmm. like supremacy, yo. Like I I I I, fell, I fell for the uh, the man in the tailpipe so to speak. Um, yeah, we
3: all have. We that's all, weird. We all have. And look and look, I'm a na. I ain't gonna lie to you. I am a to lie Hmm.
2: If it's if it's not if it's not an American or or, or an African country, like I don't care. Like you sounds weird. Yeah, 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 like yeah. if somebody is an Australian and they're and they're and they're dominant in their sport, like I'm not rooting for them. I don't yeah, care. Cool. Like yeah, I'm cool. It's I'm really cool. that simple. Like.
3: But, but what about when it's a that German? But it's a but it's a but it's a brother or a sister. How do you how do you look at that? Yeah, think about that. I guess it depends yeah. on
2: who they're competing against
3: now, right? Mm. But, but I, I,
2: you know, now I gotta now I gotta re- now I gotta rethink that though, because I never thought about how I'm a I'm brand myself as I watch the Olympics.
3: Yo, you know brother, what I'm like, the colon- the colonial powers and the bastions of white supremacy benefit athletically off of. <laughs> we know what it's off of. They benefit like, and it and it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Meanwhile, well, listen. It, it it is it is what it is. And y'all know how much I, I, I have an affinity for Naomi uh Osaka. Wish her the best success. Think she's the uh the best tennis female women's tennis player in the world right now. Um, but even her, I often wonder, I say, damn, what prompted you to represent Japan versus Haiti? Was it the relationship you had with your mother? Which is which, you know, that could be it. Was it that Haiti didn't have the money, support, or resources to really get you trained up? Like, what prompts these people to represent one country over another? And, and I know you don't watch the beautiful game, the greatest sport, uh, not, no, not being basketball, uh, soccer. But this happens a lot in soccer with uh, national teams, Jimmy. A lot, right? You'll have one brother Playing for a colonial power, you'll have another sibling mm-hmm. playing for the African country, and it's like, how did you arrive at that wow. decision? What made what? Yeah, yeah. The Boateng, the Boateng brothers uh, are the last most famous case, but that they're not the only ones. Uh, Jerome Boateng decided to play for Germany, and his brother Kevin Prince played for Ghana. Their brother, like they grew up That's together, same house but. It's crazy, right? Yeah, as, yeah, you, yeah. As, you, as you get older and you see,
2: and you you get a different lens on the world, how you see things, right? Mm-hmm. Because now mm-hmm. I understand the politics, the politics behind a lot of these things. And when I was younger, mm-hmm. I the dream played for the USA, and I always bring this up because like my, my my childhood was crushed when I got, Yo. you know disrespect the email, Yo. but but, is it, but when Yo. I was a child, it didn't even it didn't even Yo. register to me
3: um the yo, political real talk man before you continue yo track. you know that you really you really f you really f me up right like you hurt me like that yo
2: i that i mean, like I mean blame, blame. blame really really survive survive yo shout out to davis backwards man he didn't want to put me down and i, I had to like you know ruin it for you too because i felt like yo i felt betrayed but
3: oh but my point is though when I was yo
2: it never occurred to me it never occurred yo, to me like, think, why think about I this Hey, I had, think
3: know. about this, and and I and I figure, I figure, I figure that they're actually not in the same time frame, but they're close enough. Hakeem decides to play for Uncle Samuel, leaving the Nigerian national team with the Candyman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think Hakeem was maybe a little bit before the Candyman. But the Candyman came around in '98. Hakeem was probably '96, '94, '96. Yeah, you left. You left your nation with the Candyman.
2: I mean, Patrick Ewing was also on the Dream Team, and he was born in Kingston. So, I mean, Mhm. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, it is what it is, man. Was, you know, I was, what I'm saying, a sellouts, A lot sellouts. I mean, What I'm saying, what I'm saying is like. Now I see what kind of political uh, statement um, that is, but back then I just didn't. But you bring it up, it happens. It, it happens outside of this basketball. It happens in soccer all the time. It happens in all kinds of athletics. But I wonder yeah. now, with the world, with the world kind of like shrinking, with um, you know, people being able to communicate to whoever all across the world, and us having more information, like. Is that changing now I mean I think it is a little bit it is one of one of
3: the things that one of the things that these people are doing that have heritage or parentage and and i don't i can't really not hate the game, not the player, but if they know they can't make a team that's stacked like the u s then they will go to mm-hmm. they'll go to their home their parents' country knowing that they're the best thing smoking and make that team mm-hmm. right so they 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 They'll go through, and I know this is another thing that happens in basketball and soccer, they'll go through the U.S. youth national team setup, and once they get to the end of it and they realize I'm a really damn good player, but there's just other players in front of me or ahead of me, I'm probably not, A, I'm not going to get a chance to play for the U.S. men's senior national team. Basketball, for real. Soccer as well. Um, women, Women's sports. Women's sports as, as well. They'll just say, "All right, cool. Let me let me take my citizenship and get my dual citizenship or my heritage. They don't even have to change citizenship, but declare my heritage, and I'll go play for my parents or my grandparents' country because I can't. I can't. It's too contentious or competitive where, where I am. Yeah, that, that happens. That happens a lot in track, a lot in basketball, and a lot in uh, in soccer." We saw, we saw a, a sister, uh, man, God bless her. She came down the track really fast, 110-meter uh, hurdles, set a record. Uh, her brother plays for the Chicago Bears. I had no idea that he was of Latin descent. His name is Robert Quinn. Her name is, Robert, or her okay. name is uh, Jocelyn Ocasio-Quinn, and she chose to represent Puerto Rico as opposed to the U.S. Now, she would have made the U.S. team easily she would have uh-huh. but she decided I'm gonna run I'm gonna run for Puerto Rico. I don't want to run for the US. I have that option. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: and and that's the, thing, your, your, though, the girl, thing about it is a lot of these, a lot of these events are individual sports. So if you can dominate, you know, yeah. you can go dominate for it. So like, let me you know, so, so, it's, it's so
3: let me let me let me give you this one. It won't happen, but I'm praying it does. So Sikari Richardson is of Jamaican descent. I pray that she goes and runs for the Jamaican national team. I pray. Oh I, God, I would. Squad, she bro. would probably put her life in jeopardy. But I pray. Yo, if I could and I had the bread, I would pay her to go and run for the Jamaicans. Go and yo, run for the
2: Jamaicans. Yo, them, them Jamaican chicks ain't no joke, though. She might go over there and not make the squad.
3: No, 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 not at all. Not bro, at all. She's she right now, right now today, based on her personal best, she's the third fastest woman walking the earth. And, and, and not only is she the bro, third fastest I walking the earth, she's a kid. Hold on, hold on. Listen, though. She's a kid. She's 21. Shelly Ann Fraser Price, who uh, in another life we, we may have had nuptials or something to that effect. She's 34. She'll never run a faster time. She'll continue to dominate and compete. Shikari's going to get faster. They're not. She's going to be the fastest woman in the world in the next twenty-four months. Watch. Please go run for the Jamaicans, man. I bet. I I, yo. I beg.
2: I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not. I'm not betting against. Listen, man. I'm not betting against Jamaican, man. They 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 got they got somebody in the stash right now that we
3: ain't seen yet. Like. They they they, do. They do. They do. No, that's that's not. That's not even. Yo, that's not even hyperbole though. That's not like there's there's somewhere I down there. There's at least three youngsters that they have tucked away that we don't know about, and they're running dumb times. They'll send them to the U.S. to college, get their nutrition up, get everything right, and then roll them out. And you'd be like, "Yo, who the f is this?" Yeah, they're Jamaican. Yeah, listen. But was on the trial, uh, they said that they they
2: said that she was like. I, I remember I remember the trial time and the number that we was going crazy uh for Shikari over here, she wouldn't mm-hmm. have been in the top four with the
3: Jamaica with the Jamaican. Like they was getting busy. Like it was busy. yeah, it
1: was like just, yeah, know, 10, 8 Yeah, ten eight
3: ten eight ten Ten eight two was the time. Her personal best is ten seven two. Uh the winning time was ten six two, which is ten six one, I'm sorry, which is crazy. The bronze the winner on the bronze tip was ten seven seven. And your girl, uh, um, Shelly Ann, ran, ran a 10-7-1 a a to, get, to get silver. What, what I'm saying is in that environment, Shikari's taking bronze for sure. Now the question is, okay. is she going to push Shelly Ann Fraser price for that silver? She wasn't beating that other, that other chick. Not, not on that day. That other chick ran a grown man yeah. time. She ran a time that men now paid thing, to go to college and get full full rides on. Yeah,
2: but now, now the thing about it is, like, I mean, and it's all hyperbole. We don't, I mean, all speculation rather. We don't know what happens if she's out there. Like, I mean, because we we didn't get the opportunity to see that, which might be a good thing. But I mean, who knows? Time will tell. Time will tell. But the point is, now I have to reevaluate how I watch the Olympics because B. Austin has told me I'm suffering from white supremacy, and I think you might be right. Um, with that being yeah. said, though, man, let's yeah. move
3: on real quick. Man. Yeah, the oppressor, about, the oppressor the uh, oppressor is peddling oh. our athletic ability. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, let's talk about some NBA free agency, man. There's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that went on. Um, I'm going to read over some some of the stuff that went on, right? So Trey Young got a max deal. There's no shocking there. John Collins, five-year deal. Um, what else? Uh, I know you don't care about this, but Enos Cantor got a one-year deal. Uh, with the Celtics, uh, Blake Griffin is going to return to the Nets. Patty Mills got a two-year deal with the Nets. Um, what else? Uh, Fish Smith, if you care, got a deal with the Hornets. Now, the Bulls, right? Let's go to the Bulls. Um, they got DeMar DeRozan mm-hmm. in a three-year deal. They got Lonzo Ball. Um, they paid Alex Caruso with a four-year deal. Insane. Um, but... They have Lonzo Ball and Demar Derozan right now, um, so they got you know the Bulls have a new look out at Tobias's Bulls. I don't know how he feels about what they're doing. They're doing all this like I think no, no no shooting. They're, they're making a lot of moves. They're making a lot of moves to be an AC. So um, you know, listen, Jared Allen got a five-year, like a hundred and something million-dollar deal from the
3: Cleveland Cavaliers. Yo yo yo, yo. All right.
2: yo. Um,
3: I, I know that I know that Tim we Hardwick. came into each other's lives. Yeah. At, at a time where you didn't get to see me on the court, but I'm better than some of these, some of these dudes, man. Yeah, hold up. Tim Hardaway i I'm Jr. better than some of these.
2: Dudes. I mean, that makes sense considering <laughs> he he was you know they a trade for him, yo. Um, let's see, I'm trying to figure something else. There's really... a lot of
3: moves. I'm trying to
2: figure something. Mike Muscala
3: got a two-year, um, seven million dollar deal.
2: Oh, here you go. Nicholas to stay with uh, stay with the Clippers, right? You know, we talked about his uh, mm-hmm. his Olympics. Uh, now on the Lakers. Uh, sign Carmelo, signs Dwight Howard. Um, they got Trevor Ariza, they got uh, Trevor um, mm-hmm. Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore, mm-hmm. Kendrick Nunn. You know what I mean? So they, that's that's all the I just I just, that's, that's
3: well, as, you know, I just Russell got one Westbrook. I just got one question. One question for you. In your in your mm-hmm. expert basketball opinion, is that enough shooting?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, the, okay. No, I mean, okay. I don't think so. So, Malik, so, so here's the thing. Malik Monk, Um, a lot of people call He's him – He's not a shooter. Uh, He's G. a scorer. Uh, they call him G.R. Smith 2.0. Yeah, that's who he I don't think it is. will be. I mean, yeah, I don't think it will be, right? So, now, um, another team that's been getting busy is uh, the Miami Heat. Um, Kyle Lowry is <laughs> a trade, a uh, signed trade deal. Um, you know um, they got they kept Jimmy Butler
3: three years, Duncan Robinson three years, ninety million, three years, ninety million. You gotta say these numbers, brother. Three years, ninety million for Kyle. Yo, Shout out to the crib, Philly support Philly. Psp.
1: Uh,
2: Hold up. Though. Mm-hmm. I just want to go. I want to make sure I, I say all these names because I want to say about this this new little Heat team, right? So PJ Tucker, mm-hmm. two year deal. Um, Victor Oladipo sent in return. Um, Marquise Morris is on his way to Miami. So they got Marquise Morris, uh, Oladipo, DJ mm-hmm. Tucker, um, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry. They got a whole new squad. They still got Bam out of by. So they got a. I mean, they got a. Yo, they, uh, pay, they, a pay, they paid. They paid. They paid Jimmy.
3: They paid Jimmy Butler a fifth of a billion. <laughs> <laughs> and I love. Listen. But hold I, on, though. listen. I love Jimmy Butler.
2: Egg in the butt. But what?
3: But he, but he's, listen, y'all know how I feel about Joe Johnson, but I'll look you dead in your eye and tell you that that was a terrible contract that the Hawks signed him to. Like, I, we can be objective. Jimmy is my guy. I'm happy for his family. But why would you pay him 172 million pieces of money? Joe. That's the market. (laughs) Listen, listen, if, if. If if Jared Allen
2: can get a hundred million, Jimmy can get a buck seventy. Yo, yo. Jared yo, Allen averages good, like ten and nine, yo.
3: Yo, I don't even know who Jared Allen is. I mean I do, but I don't <laughs> I I can't
2: what, Yo well, there you go.
3: I Yo, Jared well, Jared question, Allen.
2: And I ain't finished going through each squad either. But his, Jared Allen question, is the wall right? so with, the, about...
3: with the fro. Yo, somebody paid this dude a hundred. Yo. Yo,
2: we're going to talk about the Lakers in a second, but I want to stop right here with the Miami Heat for a second, though, because it seems to me like I've the I've seen him play. He's tough, a I mean, defensive. We got the, yo, we got, we got the <laughs> chance, with, which are uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, who also – um. You know, uh, kept George Hill as well as Bobby Porter's keeping their squad together. But you got the um, Sixers, and, you know, we don't know what's going on with them right now with Ben, but uh, you got Brooklyn, you know, supposedly getting healthy. But now you got this Heat squad. Where do the Heat fall in all this? Like, you know, again, we're speculating. We don't know how the chemistry is or how they'll play. But where do the Heat fall in all this now in terms of being at the top of the East? Uh,
3: Just on paper and what I think they should be able to do barring people getting old, barring chemistry. They're 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 third through fifth seat. Third through fifth seat. Um I mean that's Brooklyn, a big so, so who? Brooklyn 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 oh, when healthy. Brooklyn when healthy is is Thanos's glove. There's just nothing you can do about three guys that can take over the league. Not a game, not a week, the league. You got three guys that can take over the league. Jimmy is an overachiever. So so then it becomes a question of how do they play as a team and chemistry. And then we don't want to disrespect the Greek freak because he showed us a lot. Um, is he going to get better? Is he going to come back with more addition to the game? Um, I, I don't want to disrespect the the. The Bucks and how big is the loss of PJ Tucker? I love to disrespect PJ Tucker, but he's a glue guy. He does a lot. Yo, he yes, guards he the one through the four. He gets abused at every position, but he takes on those tasks. <laughs> and they look him off. They don't give him. They don't allow him to shoot the three in the corner like he did in Phoenix. Um, but he's always standing there, and he does knock it down per- periodically. How how does that? Way into you mean you mean when he was in Houston he was in Houston Bucks.
2: he was like a corner corner shot but no yeah. I, I think that's yeah, that's yeah. a great that's a great that's a great uh, point to be made there because he went to the Miami Heat I'm looking at this Heat yeah. team and I'm like yo I don't know like because I know <laughs> I know Brooklyn's a favorite everybody's already put them in the championship game but I'm still yet to see whether them three dudes can play together like yo I I, I ain't know.
3: putting them I ain't putting them in the chip but yo the, the dude yo the dude is seven feet tall and can play the two. You know, I I I don't really. He's he's Wilt Chamberlain's grandbaby on the low. Like not not Wilt by any means, but he's he's the grandbaby. Like dude, the things he does. I don't we know, dog. No, if I had no to
2: say Wilt's Grandbaby, I, I, I would say um, Giannis is Wilt's grandbaby just because of the way yeah. he plays with
3: pure strength. Like, yeah, he's that, another that, one. That, I can I can, like, I can yeah I can see that. Yeah. I can well, see that. The same but moves, that, that's like, just, that's just stronger than Durant. Mind. That's just Durant. And then, you know, with the dude that looks like Mark Henry and sometimes looks like he eats like Mark Henry. <laughs> Look, man, I saw him drop 45 and he had a belly just like I have a belly. Yo, he dropped he
2: 45. Wants in Paris a
3: little. He, wants, he
2: wants to hang in Paris and finger bang little baby. Yo, He's not thinking about
3: basketball. Yo, I... I learned I learned I learned something about these dudes, man, and, and call me naive. Um, you know, back in the day we used to participate in herbal remedies uh as collegiate athletes, but yo, these NBA dudes, they, they live a rock star lifestyle and I I think dude is dude will be all right, man. Dude dude's fine, man. Dude is special, man. He's he's really, really, really special and I think that he's spent enough time showing the world that he can just be that stat monster. I think he wants to win now. I think whether, whether it's I really want to win or I don't want the responsibility and accountability of solely shouldering this load, whatever it is, he fits because he can step back and play the point and he don't have no problem with letting Kyrie slide to the two and get busy and show the world that the earth is flat and dare him to question it. Like he, he, he cool man yo that that team dog that team is nuclear weapons man. What about what about the Sixers man? Is is the process over man? I mean
2: I don't know bro because it, it's weird because
3: I mean Doc Doc Rivers a bitch. Ben man we don't, we, just don't
2: know, we don't we don't know what's going on with Ben like I I, I keep like, pushing the day he has too too but Doc Rivers
3: Doc 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 Rivers a bitch. It don't matter if Ben comes. He's back and she's 40 from three. If Doc going to coach games like that, <laughs> they're not winning no chips, man. His coaching is a trust. No, but
2: hear me out, though. But hear me mm-hmm. out, though. Like, they don't even, we don't know who they're going to come back with. Ben, allegedly after the day we saw, isn't, like, returning phone calls or um, of anybody. Like, Joel, Joel tried to reach out to him. He told uh, Joel FOH he's not, you know, communicating with anybody he wants out. And I don't—he doesn't mm-hmm. have any leverage, but he's trying to tell folks where he wants to go. I mean, that's a big part of the team because you don't even know. Like, so if they trade him, yeah. I mean, that's a big piece. And so all I'm
0: saying—Who
3: mm-hmm. was the who was the high round like, draft? Who was the high round draft pick that ended up going to Orlando that had the shoulder injury? Are you talking about uh, MF Doom, folks? Yeah, Emma, you you only you you only is a little step above MF Doom, man. You need to relax. He need to relax obviously he's he's a lot better than that, but come on, fam. come yeah,
2: on man. he he he's on something else right now, he's on something else right now, so all i'm all I'm saying is um, like I don't know Yo. what the heat bro like like the heat they'm looking at L- Terry allen's picture. Yo, stop, stop, man. But listen, I'm, try, I'm trying to get to a point about this. Because listen, I think you're sleeping on this heat squad, bro. Like, when you look at the team they got, right? And remember, they were just in the, what, the finals um, the year before. They were just in the finals the year before. They got a squad, man. P.J. Tucker, Oladipo, I think we forget um, what kind of talent he got. Um, Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, who, who gets busy in the playoffs. And they added Marquise Morris. Um, you know Bam Adebayo has arguably the greatest block in NBA history. Like they got a squad and they got a good coach. You know what I mean? Like so, man, listen, man, listen. I they that's they, something that you absolutely have to um look out for. But let me go with some more of these uh these moves. Um, we talked about the Bucks, um, the Pelicans. Man, the Pelicans lost Lonzo Ball and they ain't adding really nothing. Um, Devonte Graham. Uh, Thomas Sotoransky um, and Garrett Temple and they, uh, reports are that Zion is pissed because they're not doing anything. Okay. Um, Garrett Temple still, still in the league. So <laughs> reports are that my man is already <laughs> looking for a way out. My man looking for a way out of New Orleans and I don't think he's played like 60 games yet but he's already looking for a way out of there. So that'll be interesting. Um, you know, Yo, anyway. but uh,
3: Guess what Garrett Temple's middle name is.
2: <laughs> What's his middle name, bro?
3: Bartholomew. All right, I'm going to be at alone, man, because I yo.
2: <laughs> Garrett Bartholomew <laughs> that, Temple. Yo. All right, but hold on, though. The Knicks yo. are back, right? So um, Julius Randle, they kept him locked up. They got Kemba Walker, right? Evan Fournier, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is on the squad. Derrick Rose is returning. Merlin Noel, Alex Burke, and Taj Gibson. So with Kimba Walker going to the Knicks, did they get any better?
1: Oh.
3: gimme give, give gimme give the moves. Give me the other moves.
2: Um I mean they kept they kept their player. They kept Julius Randle. They kept Derrick Rose. Um Noel. You know, uh Todd Gibson, but the big move is adding Kemba, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Knicks fan You know, every year the Knicks fans have them getting everybody, but they ended up with Kimba. I'm
3: gonna I'm keep it. I'm gonna keep it a thou wow. All right, they were they were battling. Okay. They were battling for a play a playoff spot. Did, correct, and they they ended up missing. Yeah, no, they I'm made
0: go, the playoff.
4: Oh, I mean, they made the playoff.
3: I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead court. and say they had the home court. They had the home court and and Julius Randle turned back into a pumpkin. That's right. I'm going to go ahead and, and say Young, –
0: Trey Young went nutty
3: block. Yeah, he put it in – yeah, nutty block Compton Crip. He put it in uh, Julius Randle's sister and his mom. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hey, say yo. that this doesn't hurt them. I think they're still a playoff team. Um, it gives them a shot maker. I don't think – I. I think Julius Randle was scared. I think he turned into a six foot one and that will rectify itself. Hopefully as he gains experience, RJ Barrett gets better like every day, every day he gets incrementally better. I'm impressed with his work ethic. Um, Derek Rose to the extent that he can still plays the game with a passion and a, and I don't want to call it abandonment because he's not recklessly abandoned any. Anymore, but he he, there's a line that he's at like he's not Russell, he's not Russ, but he plays with a level, and you have that coming off your bench, where for 20 minutes, 25 minutes a game, you get in that intensity. You got Kemba make, yeah. I I, I think this, I think this pushes them to, I think this pushes them. Uh, uh 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 It put it this way, it doesn't hurt them. Kemba doesn't hurt them defensively. I. I Kemba can't defend, but neither can Trey. I mean, who plays defense in the league? That don't matter.
2: Okay. I mean, so the
3: the the Knicks fans want a lot more than that. But we
2: finished going through the squad. So, uh, OKC, um, they re-signed SGA um, and, you know, Mike Muscala. So, I don't know what that really does for them in terms of, you know, competing. Robin Lopez. uh, What what was SGA's
3: contract? What was SGA's contract?
2: Let me see. Let me pull it up. to see what the exact contract was. I didn't put the numbers down because these days everybody gets a max deal. and I'm pretty sure he got a he got a maximum deal. So somewhere around a 170, some 170, somewhere around there. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere around
0: 170, because
2: 170, 172. That's why I said it don't make sense to even look at it. He got a max deal. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's been balling. I mean, it is what it is. But that that's what the number. That's what the number falls.
0: <laughs> Now makes thirty
4: four
2: million dollars a year. I mean, look at this. Danny Green got a two year deal. Um, Yo, that's disrespectful. Quirkmaz came back. Korkmaz came back, but the 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 uh, big story is Andre Drummond coming over to the Sixers to back up Joel, because uh, for those in the know, um, they have an interesting history. Uh, that's his ops. You know, there's a lot of slandering mm-hmm. between the two, and uh in the media, but what do you think about him coming to play with Joel Embiid?
3: Uh, A lot of to-do about nothing. I think he gives you another look. (laughs) Excuse me.
2: Another look in terms of, well, I mean, he's going to be a backup, right? So, you know, it's not like he's going to be a starter. But I guess my biggest question is someone who's, you know, they're back-and-forth feud. You know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, Embiid said that, like, yo, Drummond didn't play any um, defense. And Drummond responded on Twitter, and they just been going back and forth. Um, I remember Embiid, one of the things Embiid said was, like, yo, I own a lot of real estate in Andre's head, and, you know, he's about to build more. So they've, they've been going back and forth. Um, they've been going back and forth for some years now that's his ops, but now he signs up to like, to be his backup. So any thoughts on that at all?
3: Yeah, my bad, brother. Uh, you're going to need to repeat that. The ops were at me.
2: No, I'm, I'm not going to repeat that. When, all I was saying, I was, I was reading the various tweets that the two have had over the time going back and forth with each other. So they're basically ops. There's been a lot of yeah. slander between the two. Now he's m- signed m- to be m- his backup. Much, much,
3: to do, much to do about nothing. I think that They'll, they'll iron sharpens iron. I think Drummond is an underrated player. He just came along in a time where his game is in favor at a, at a premium. Um, but I think he's a very good player. He gives you another look. But, God damn, we need some shooting. We definitely need some shooting. I mean,
2: would you rather have Andre Drummond over Dwight uh, uh, Howard?
3: At this stage, yes.
2: Okay. And well, that's kind of what, what the trade-off is.
3: And, and, and and you know what, man, and I say a lot of you know, throughout the history of our show, I've said a lot of slanderous things about that young woman. Um, but Duana I mean, Dwight has shown the ability to be resilient, the ability to reinvent herself and the ability to play at a high level in men's basketball for a long time. And his mommy told him that whether or not you win a ring, you're you're still a champion in your heart. And he took that to heart. And he's he's had a, a a Hall of Fame career, so salute to him. I just think at this stage of their careers, I'd rather have Drummond. Yeah,
2: got you, got you. Yeah. Yeah, man.
3: So, all right. so um,
2: a couple comments in the chat, um, Neil. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I've been watching y'all. You in a uh, Skyview, by the way, but um, he's talking about Danny Green. <laughs> he's consistent as wet toilet tissue. Foh had two years, twenty million. So, how do you feel about uh, Danny? I mean, yo, the, the numbers on these contracts are just crazy, right? Like average bi- season, I'm, I'm, ten million I'm, dollars
3: um, a year. Yeah, I'm biased because I think that he's an itch. And when he hurt my man, uh, the beer drinker Clay Thompson, I, I don't fool with. I don't fool with Cat Daddy uh, any longer. I think he can't. You know, he can't do anything but hack and occasionally hit a three. I don't think three and D guys should get $10 million a year, but what do I know? That's, as you would say, that's the market. That's the
2: market. All right, real quick, next next team Phoenix comes. Chris Paul is going back. So, Chris Paul got another four-year deal out of them, yo.
0: Yo, Chris <laughs> Paul got
3: another four-year deal. When this, when this eating, deal man. is up, yo. he'll be 40.
2: Yo, Chris Paul out here eating, man. Um, Cameron Payne, uh, got a three-year deal. Congratulations to Cameron Payne, because, like, Catch was saying he'd be out of the league, and now he out here, you know, getting to the bag. JaVale McGee signed another deal. Um, but he
4: should JaVale McGee! So, gee, 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 gee.
2: that might be a big pickup for them, like, you know, in terms of uh, a, a big off-the-bench off the, off the bench. So, So, to them, Portland, right? You know, Dame Squad, they signed, uh, Norman Powell, um, Cody Zeller and Tony Snell. I mean, if I'm Dame, I'm like, come on,
1: cause. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what
2: it is?
3: Uh, Yo, how, can who? Tony Snell cannot. There's nothing that I've ever seen on a basketball court to make me understand why Tony Snell is in the league. Now that's now that's one. Tony Snell, why is he here? why is he in the league? What does he do? Yeah, man, I'm looking at.
2: Not a lot of other big moves. Goran Dragic is going to Toronto.
3: Um, Boban,
2: Mike Conley returning to the Jazz. Uh, Rudy Rudy uh, Gay with the Jazz. Hassan Whiteside um, with the Jazz. Rudy
1: um, is Gay also, stuck him up for another
2: one,
3: thirteen million.
2: The last, the the biggest move this um, off season, which no one's really talk about. And I just want to make sure I put this out there is that. Spencer dumbledy is joining the Wizards, so um, you know that's going to be that's going to be uh, for, for, the biggest
3: move for, for for what I would say is a, a relatively reasonable contract. <laughs> he's worth he's worth that. Listen, man,
2: Prince is going to get his on the back end, man. He's going to get his on the back end, man. So, I mean, that's all the stuff that's happening in the NBA. A lot of movement, a lot of movement, or what have you. But um, let's talk about the NFL real quick because we do got to get to some calls or what have you. But uh, Carson Wentz, man, your ex-quarterback. So he's had foot surgery and now he's out six to twelve weeks. Um what you think about that, man? Like, you know, he's injured again.
3: They don't know whether it will heal in six to twelve weeks. Why is it double the time as the <laughs> space for the I Not don't really – Does it is it take six weeks to heal or does it take twelve weeks to heal? Hey
0: man, or does six it take twelve eight? weeks?
3: Yeah. Um Listen, man. Depends upon the, uh, the assets of the athlete. Yeah, that's true. Tiny heart syndrome (THS) is involved. Um, salute, salute to Carson, uh, man. A little bit of itchassery involved in your exit, but ultimately, I was, I was, I was the supporter. Uh, I thought he got a little bit of a raw deal. I don't think he handled it properly, um, but I'm not going. I'm, I'm gonna be. Actually, I am gonna be upset when he goes to Indy and actually balls out and is eighty five percent of what they thought Andrew Luck was gonna be. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little salty.
2: Now the crazy part Andrew. is he was looking sharp like, you know, in the practice yeah. the highlights that they were showing, granted granted yeah. practice highlights, but then like you know, like like you're normal, he's hurt again. So I mean he might look sharp. <laughs> it might be on week ten, like who knows when he comes back mm-hmm. man. Like, so six I don't to know, 12, man, but Six I, to twelve well, weeks. You know, what I mean, it might be eighteen weeks. Who knows? I mean, they throw out there six to twelve. It could be at another six to, and it. it might be eighteen. Like, who knows? Anyway, man. Um, you know, shout out to Carson, man. I want to see him get well because I want to see how he plays. Um, over there, in another environment. I was looking forward to that, but uh, I, I, I
3: have a, feel- I have a My feeling team. we're, we're going to see eighty-five to ninety percent of Andrew Luck. I think that's what we're going to see. Really? Really? 85 to 90% of Andrew Luck. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, that's saying a lot, especially
2: a guy coming off another foot injury. Um, That might be a sleeper pick for those fantasy football players out there. Think about that. You might get Carson Wentz, like, because anybody's thinking about him right now. Anyway, um, reports surface, right, that the Eagles and Texans are close on a deal for Deshaun Watson. Now, Howard Eskin said it's a done deal. He's the Eagles. But, right but now, they stuff. need
3: me to drive to Tex to Texas to pick boy up. Right now. Okay, you with it? You with it? <laughs> what? I mean, it's relative to to cost and expense. So I, you know, I'm I'm curious as to what that contract looks like. Um, but he's a a hundred percent better than Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's a proven okay. commodity.
2: What about everything? when you say his name now, I don't even think so football. I think about, like, you know, mm-hmm. football being a nasty dude.
3: You would you would have thought that he was going to the Patriots as opposed to us. No, no, I would
2: have thought that he was going to prison.
3: <laughs> um,
2: that doesn't concern well, me.
3: Yeah, let's separate that. Let's go back. If, if, he is guilty of being a sexual deviant and sexually assaulting uh, young women uh, or other human beings, right, then he deserves the yeah. book to be prone at him. And so that's a serious risk.
2: Yeah. All right, so listen, I, I know I know, we got um, I know some folks in the chat. What do y'all think about um, Deshaun Watson, right? I, I know Scott, you said that he's being traded to jail. Like, would you, would you be willing to have make this move? Would you would you want him on your squad? Let's put it that way, with uh, everything that's looming with this gentleman. But Tom will tell, man. We'll see what I'm, happens. I'm, it I'm, I'm like talking you
3: strictly. It, I'm talking strictly football. Do you remember when we got Michael Vick and he was inserted into the lineup? Imagine yeah. having Michael Vick, but with a brain, because you know Michael Vick didn't have a brain. Like he was just, he was just out there, and and for eight games. <laughs> He gave us some of the best times of our lives. I think Deshaun Jackson, I, I think uh, Deshaun Watson has football IQ. I, I, I think that, and I, I need that. And if you com- if you little less athletic than, than Mike Vick, not much, little less, but I'll take the higher IQ capacity with the athleticism, with the ability to complete passes, with the ability to extend plays, with the ability to lead. Yo, I take that all day, man. Yes, I mean, he should have
2: a chip on his shoulder. Like, you should have a chip on his yeah. shoulder as well. And, I mean, you and think Cosby had anything to do with getting be, him here? He might. He might be playing for his freedom because you know you you do well. You do well for your for your master. They gonna mm-hmm. make sure that that stuff disappears. Mm-hmm.
0: Let him
2: mm-hmm. let him come here and, and be anywhere near the Sean Watson we saw the last couple of years. They gonna find a way to. Uh, you know,
0: Give
1: us us
2: paperwork free paperwork make the paperwork. Give that us paperwork free. make the paperwork. That's free. Yeah, man. So we're going to take some calls in a second. But before we do, um, let's talk about this quarter of the week, right? I said we are going to get back to um the Lakers, right? So the quote is this. Keep talking about my squad, our personal ages, the way we play. He stays injured. We're past our time in this league, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do me one favor, please. And I mean please. Keep that same energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Hashtag thank you. So that's LeBron James talking about yo, uh, all
3: the criticism. Yo, super team to my to my to my knowledge, LeBron doesn't know me. We're not acquainted. But I I'm the only one that I saw talking like that. Who's he talking to?
2: Now my man I created, this, va- I created phantom
3: hate. Because I
2: do be on Twitter, right? I, I be on Twitter at JW Blueprint, and I see a lot of craziness. With that being said, Twitter slanders everybody. Like, Twitter you find jokes. It it could be the the most tragic thing in the world. Everybody gets bars on black Twitter. So Mm -hmm. I did see a lot of LeBron slander about about old age and how old the squad is and all that, yada, yada, yada. I did see that. But that's not even what I thought about when I saw this quote. What I thought about is all the reports about LeBron making a billion, whether it was net worth or income, whatever it may be. um, I'm looking at the Bulls trying to find motivation. Like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. how do
2: you motivate yeah. yourself at this point? Like he's grasping, trying to find the motivation to to come back and play at the level that he's accustomed to playing at. That's the way I took it. I'm like, yeah.
1: yo, I, I, I out that. here
2: scrambling. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it, I've heard a lot of star players talk about like just making up stuff to try but, to like, but, find but that my motivation. But my
3: question is: is that is that who you have known LeBron to be over his? 20 years, is he that type of guy? Because we know there is a gentleman out there that would make up anything. Lie to himself, lie to you as motivation. He was dead serious. That was who he was.
2: I think all of them do. Listen, Shaq went as far as to make up a whole story about David Robinson that made David Robinson look like a, a, a damn clown, and he made the whole story up about like the boy dissing him when he was a kid, and it never happened. Like, but he was trying to find motivation, like, you know.
1: So people <laughs> have
2: known the go above and beyond the problem. So that's kind of how I took this, man. Like, you know, it is what it is, man. There's it's much to do about nothing, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, Real quick, the Saturday of the week is your man, Seth Curry. He got his second plus $200-plus million contract in his career when he signed a four-year $215 million deal, which averaged – to fifty three point seven five and fifty nine point six million in the final final year of that deal.
3: That uh, what's wrong with that is
2: insane. Those numbers are dumb ridiculous. Yo, mm-hmm. my guy from Davidson is gonna make a billion dollars playing a game of amusement. That's amazing.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yo. $59.6 million in the final year of that deal, bro?
3: hmm Yeah, I don't see what's
2: wrong. It's, what is Michael Jordan's career earnings?
3: Oh, man, it's like uh, like 50, like one year of stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yo, yo the numbers in the, numbers the NBA are crazy, bro. They just absolutely but noodles. But, yo, um... Before we move on though, I know we got some more. Uh, I'm sorry cool I'm sorry. I
3: get MJ through. uh MJ made ninety million throughout his career. So two two steph years. Two steph
2: yeah. years. Yo, and MJ MJ came MJ's last couple of years was the get back though. Like for the most of his career he was getting robbed.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway,
2: man, let's let's get to a couple of these calls, man. We got Rob waiting uh, since we started, man. Rob out in Cali, man, let's see. Hey yo, Rob.
0: Yo, it's a good big job, man. Can y'all hear me?
4: Yeah, we can hear you, a.k.a.
0: Yo, it's a big, job, a.k.a. Yo, business chillin'. What, what can I say, Ty Billing, a.k.a. What's good, man? How y'all doing?
3: Mm-hmm. Man, I'm also known yeah, as how I'm, I'm doing. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good,
1: brother. I'm good. What you gonna talk about? What's up, good brother? I'm
3: good. I'm
0: good. First of all, man, all I gotta say is, listen... If people never took care before their verses, I cannot talk to you about hip hop. Don't talk to me, okay? People are like, "Oh, damn!" I'm like, "Yo, we over."
3: So, 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 Jimmy, I think we're gonna chat about this a little later. But those who are shocked by the results are either too young to really recall what these guys do, or they were into a different part of hip-hop as a culture Uh, and one of the cultural elements that they don't, they're missing. Um, And as, you know, they've matured and now we hit a platform where you get to see in full what it is that the Warlocks do. That platform is designed for the Warlocks to win. And I'm going to tell you something. They wasn't even giving them 100%. They was cruising. They was at about 80 Jimmy, would
2: yeah, you agree? Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, we're gonna talk about that in a minute, though. Yeah, we're we we gonna
3: get, we'll get at it in a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah, Cause I was like, yeah, on a couple of weeks ago and blasting cars blowing. It's like, of course, your
2: your sound kind of
0: crazy.
3: You hear me, Rob? Bobby? Yeah, you distorted. Yeah, you distorted, Rob. We can't really hear you. Huh?
2: It sounds like you kind trying to oh, record an album or auto tune or something, bro. Like, you trying to see mm. pain or something?
3: Oh, uh, me? Uh, really? Yeah, we can hear you. It's just the (laughs) story. All right, all all right, sorry. I just want to say,
0: Russell Westbrook is in L.A. I'm not too happy about You got people out here. Lakers are split. I'd rather prefer having Kyle Lowry or, I'm sorry, that L, man. Just me to my Mike Lowry. I'm sorry. Kyle Lowry, mm-hmm. oh, if it was Kyle Lowry, and Lillard, y'all yeah, would've been dancing. I don't give a damn. Well, i have been back to full well, life. Why, why? Why? Why?
3: bro?
0: Um, like you said, like, like Beyonce said, well, well simply because I, I believe I believe in my they did better shooters. Mm-hmm. I believe the thing the thing about. Bruce, Le Br LeBron LeBron, Le, Le, LeBron game's a little bit different. His game. They both have both have to hold the ball in their hands. The only mm-hmm. difference is is that LeBron arguably is just a better shooter than that. and he can he gets everybody involved and he's with the certain type of system. Russell Westbrook, we are with him, he is a system. And it's just like I mean, you can say what LeBron but the thing is just I don't know, his system hasn't worked well. I mean well, that's my champion. Rob, Rob, here's hey, the Rob, thing, I,
3: brother. Here, here's the good I thing. So. Yeah, I, so. I heard him. Rob, we appreciate your call, bro. We love you, but uh, we got to move on. But I'm gonna I'm address your your response, bro. Um, yeah. Here, here, here's the here's, you, bro. the here's the what, here's day? the re- here's that. the rea- here's the reality, right? The the NBA is moving in a certain direction, and you need certain things on the floor with you right, Um, because of the way the game is played today. However, I am of the opinion that despite his age, despite the fact that, you know, he's slowing down, LeBron James is obviously an all-time top 10 great, and I still think that he's top five to top seven player in the league right now. So you put LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, the, the unibrow on the court together, Despite the lack of shooting, I have to – And Melo. have to – and Mello, all, all-time Hall of Famer. And some of that bench action, I, I, I can't – as much as I love – you know, I love to disrespect LeBron. I can't disrespect the Lakers and say that they're not in a position to be successful because they're not conforming – to the way the game is played today by surrounding the starting five with uber shooters. I, I, I just refuse to, to accept that. I believe that this team can be successful as constructed. It's not going to be easy. Russ is going to have to make some changes. LeBron's going to have to play less minutes in the regular season, but I, I see them being successful, man. I don't I don't subscribe to the idea that because there's you know and, and don't get me wrong, Mello's a Mello shot forty percent from three uh last season. Mello's a Mello's a quality shooter. He's not a knockdown, you know, forty three, forty four percent three point shooter, but he, he'll give you good production from beyond the arc if that's what you're so I think you have that in a in a potential starter um if they wanna put him in that starting role. And then um, you know, when I look at, at, at Russ – I think now is a time with someone he can, or someone's that he can respect enough to make the necessary adjustments to his game for the sake of winning a chip in in his hometown, in front of his home audience, and vindicate himself as Mr. Triple Double. Like I I, I believe that, and I'm not rooting for the Lakers, obviously, but. I think people are going to be quick to write them off because they're not necessarily conforming to the way the game is played right, right now. I mean, and I think here's
2: that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's really writing them off. The crazy part is people these days are saying, like, yo, this is Brooklyn and L.A. play for the chip. They're putting them both in the chip already. What i say about yeah, like, to me, what it, what it says to me is that this is a way to prolong LeBron because now LeBron mm-hmm. doesn't have to play as much and play that many minutes because now you have mm-hmm. Russ. Who can handle some of the responsibilities that usually LeBron has. So to me,
0: mm-hmm. this
2: is also a play a play on LeBron because the Russ can do some of the things that LeBron does and takes that pressure off of him. I mean you might see LeBron, um, you know, getting a pop of it on and taking games off or you
0: know
3: mm-hmm. definitely getting a lot definitely. of
2: pressure. So
3: definitely might get some top at the end of the bench well. knowledge. Um when you and look yeah. at certain play players, right, I think Michael Jordan in today's NBA regardless of how his game is designed and how he likes to score, I think he averages 40 because you can't touch him and there's no one waiting in the paint for him. <laughs> I, I I think the same thing of – I think there's more than one way to skin a cat, and I think these dudes will be on to something. Will they be in the chip? Who knows. But uh, don't write them off because they don't have a whole bunch of uh,
2: 43, 44%
3: three-point I mean. shooters. Mm-hmm. All
2: the talent going out east. I mean, Luca Luca going to have something to say, but, I mean, the Clippers. But, we, you know, we'll see. T- time will tell. That's a great thing. they got to play it out. But another call we got real quick. We got Tobias on the line. Let's see. Bold damn time. Tobias, what's up, your
4: brother?
3: What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, what's going on? Hey, going on? hey Tobias.
4: good. How are you, Glad sir? to sound bloviating here. Let's get this going. First things first. What did we learn in class today, kids? When you are offered four years, eighty-four million by your team, despite the fact you've never been close to making an All-Star game, maybe you should have taken the deal. How pissed is Dennis Schroeder's wife right now that he fumbled his bag? He's gonna be playing for the mid-level section somewhere.
0: <laughs>
4: you know, yeah, it's just crazy how that works out. Plus the, the point bag. the point guard market was deep too this year, too. By the way,
3: but hold on though, he I has a like he has an overinflated opinion. He has an overinflated opinion of his, ago, himself and his game.
2: We were talking about the amount of money being thrown at him, and we were all in shock at the amount of money, but he was still trying to, um, you know, play that game and try to get more. He was being
4: greedy. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Duncan Robinson getting five years of 90, despite the fact all he does is shoot the three. Dale Curry and uh, Craig Elo, Mark Price, and Dale Ellis is probably rolling their graves right now.
3: Uh, watching to that. But, about the, they would. They yeah. might not have been able to get rid of Craig Hodges in this environment. <laughs> they had to cancel Craig, I mean, Craig Hodges. They, they probably had put the Craig blow dart in his neck. Listen, they would
2: have
4: got rid of Craig Hodges, but it wouldn't have been a basketball related. Hey, mm-hmm. They would have put Craig Hodges going to his car in a blow dart in his neck. That's all I got to say. Uh, but the Lakers... The thing is when people are real I know Rob was talking about the shooters. The last two NBA champions weren't necessarily fans like analytics boys Donald because kind they of dominated inside. I thought yep. bringing back Dwight Howard was a yo, big move that's not talked yo.
3: about. Yo, to your point, Tobias, that's a great point. Listen, the Bucks weren't in by the numbers a particularly good shooting team. They beat the hell out of you on the boards. That's mm-hmm. what they did. Beat you up on the board. If I can take three shots and we're gonna rebound two of them, that makes things a lot different. I'm gonna just chuck. We're gonna go get the yeah. rebound. Yep. Yeah, and that's why mm-hmm. people laugh at Bobby Portis, but he fit because you mm-hmm. beat
4: another big off the bench. The Suns, all they had was a six foot six Jay Crowder playing power forward next to Aiden. That, and and that, and I thought them signing Travell McGee was a good move. Get another big in there. Get another body in there. But mm-hmm. I am happy with my Chicago Bulls. And Jimmy, we talked about it before. You cannot tank your way into star players. You have mm-hmm. to create an atmosphere where you get you are a playoff team. You're showing you're competent, and you can be able to be attracted to trade for that angry star. Because big market teams, like people forget, the Chicago Chicago is the third biggest media market. The Bulls are even like the yes, I think is. Is still the third most valuable franchise mm-hmm. in the NBA.
1: Oh, this, new front
4: office, this new front office is, act, is acting like a big market team for once. The last front office acted like they were the damn Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, so I'm happy with the move. I know they're not going to win the chip, but damn, I'm tired oh. of them being stuck in so bad and end up with Wendell Carter and Lowry marketing, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. so. But Lonzo Ball, I people like to crap on him, but he busted his ass to be a better player. He shouldn't shoots 78% for the line. A decent three-point shooter. Uh, he busted his you gotta, butt to get you gotta, better.
2: You gotta step it up. When, you, when your younger brother come in the league and make you look like you shouldn't make like, you know I mean, when he come and show you up, you ain't got no choice but to get better.
4: Yeah, and and I know, like, so this team should be. A, now I'm thinking at fast five, five, sixty, but I don't care. I just want them to get in. The Nets worked the seventh seed and somehow landed KD and, and uh, Kyrie. So you just gotta be a competent team that's in the mix, is trying to get better. and But to what people miss it also, those contracts can be traded. I'm, just throwing, I'm not saying Dame Lillard come to Chicago, but let's say if you did trade him, you got those contracts that you could move now. And I think that that's where the big market seems to be. Because
2: Skyview in the chat says that he believes Spencer Dimwitty will be the steal of the offseason. What do you think about the Dimwitty move?
4: I think it's a good yeah. move. I thought if he was healthy, the Nets would have traded him last year if he was healthy to get some signs. I thought that, but he got hurt, so they couldn't trade him. But he's a good player.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And he's it's in the right spot. That's Jimmy. right. Jimmy's favorite player, by the way.
4: Oh, by the way, can
3: I say oh, yeah. this. That's a dumb
4: Yeah, Dumbley's Dent- 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 good. But it's also, it's about, <laughs> like, your markets. It's like, I say the markets, but I know people keep talking about, uh, you know, why they spend this money? Well, people were like 200 dicks. So Just because you have salary cap space, you still have to spend that money. Now, when I give Evan Fournier that money? No. Uh, i Somebody <laughs> but, did. Yeah. Uh, Evan, Evan get,
2: Fournier is an Olympian, man.
4: Oh, Lord. Hell. Mason uh, Plumlee is an what? Olympian, too. What do
1: you mean? Do you mean? Yeah, A little is
4: is But you know one thing I want to bring up? I'll tell a buddy of mine at a barbershop, Portland should trade Dame Lillard. They are a small market team. They're cast out. They need to start over. And it's okay. Mm. You got 10 years out, the guy start over. Because, you know, I kind of peeked like the prospects up every year, check them out. The next two to three classes got high-end guys for like four or five picks. High-end guys. So, Portland's yeah. that team that they're not going to attract the free agent. They're the only town to never host an all-star game because they don't have enough hotels. So you're not going to attract anybody there. They're better off just saying, hey, we'll get what we can for Dane, get some picks, try to get, get the next star to these drafts." That's their shot. Not the Lakers, the Bulls, the Knicks, the Warriors, those big market teams. But I think Portland should go that route because they got what they could out of Dane. What are they going to do, make the playoffs again and lose? What, Tony Snell going to put them over the top? Who was a guard, Pat, guard former John John Paxton pick for the Bulls in the first round? Blame them for that clown still building the league.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they they just running on a treadmill at this point. They they're not doing, going nowhere. Um, so I don't know what their what their overall plan is. But to me, what you're saying makes absolute sense. But I guess you just don't yeah. want to give him away.
4: Yeah, but you are not going to give him away. You're not, not going to. Also, you're not going to win the trade when you get you trade him off. Unless you get Ben Simmons, you can build around him. That's about it. But Ben, the problem with Ben Simmons is he might want to fire clutch sports because LeBron probably looked at him like, yeah, I can't have him with me. But he, the problem with my only problem with him is, yes, he has talent, but it doesn't seem like he put the work in because he hasn't gotten better since LSU, Tainted do the LSU.
2: Well, listen. <laughs> Thing is, I mean, you can, first of all, you got to be able to get in touch with Ben Simmons. No one can seem to talk to this guy.
4: So guess where He' gonna end up at Sacramento, probably. <laughs> he' gonna be real. His lip' gonna be poked out there for real. But honestly, I want to. It's like I'm a tough GM. The NBA makes it like you're stuck, where you gotta like to throw money out, make it like your free agent destination. Although the free agents gonna go to the same two teams anyway. Uh, but why do they? If a guy never demonstrated the, Want to get better? Why are you giving him Mac dollars? If he develops somewhere else, so be it. But my last thing—I know you guys got to run. Are we kind of over in Miami Heat a little bit? Uh, Tyler Hero thinks he's black Uh, uh, until the police shows up. Then he'll turn to Tyler Hero. You know, he'll turn the name of Tyler to Graham all of a sudden. Uh, Kyle Lowry's old too. And he was declining also. And remember the big spots, he got to take a bathroom break. P.J. Tucker, all he's known for is the shoe game. Uh, Duncan Robinson, you know, and Bam is a nice player. But when they play the Lakers, he and LeBron the same damn socks. <laughs> you know.
3: Yo, he damn sure no, is. Listen,
2: I, I hear what you're saying, but I think they got a team. I think, that, I think they're one of the, um, the, the better coach teams. And oh, don't old, forget, though. they they have they, they they play defense. And when you play defense you're gonna be in every game. They're two years oh. away from being in the finals. Like so they, they, they can go on runs and I think once they get in the playoffs they are gonna be a tough out. Um and I do understand that Lowry is older, but he still has the propensity to make big shots and um he's definitely an upgrade for that team. I think they're gonna be a team to watch and don't forget Oladipo. I think that people forgot the kind of player he was he was an all star.
4: Yeah. Uh oh I gotta touch this football thing. If I'm the Eagles, I'll find out what's going on those criminal trials and I will if he ain't gonna be criminally charged or go to court for that, I trade for him in a heartbeat. But I hear this Carson Wentz injury, it sucks. But at the end of the day, are we gonna start talking about this guy almost winning the MVP four or five years ago now? I never seen anyone get as much run for almost winning the I V. I don't like I'm not saying dude was a scrub. But I'm like, come the hell on uh, Hot Take Media. But I thought he might have a Maybe good year true. under Frank Wright where they, pra- where they emphasize run the ball, where they emphasize offensive line play That the Eagles, Dick Peterson, they emphasize run the football. And so I thought that, so hopefully it gets well soon. And by the way, hope Fred's listening. I told Fred before the draft, the Bengals should not draft uh, Jam- uh, Jamar Chase, a receiver number five, dropped a line of Pin eight through because the quarterback got broken in half like Mick Foley in that Hell a Cell match. Got and what's Joe Burrow doing right now? <laughs> Running for his life <laughs> or practice. <laughs> he can't block. It doesn't matter how good your receivers are if you can't block, <laughs> you know. But, true. hey, you, you know, guys have a They'll
3: never. They'll never get it. They'll never understand it. We have Eagles fans calling week in and week out to tell us how we should have Jerry Rice, T.O., Randy Moss, Marvin Harrison as our receiving core. Offensive line, be damned. And every time we point to Tom Brady, and he went with Larry, Manny, Moe, and Jack.
4: Because Bill Walsh said, and I remember hearing this. Bill Walsh said, the last group of your team you think is a wide receiver because you can find them anywhere. You cannot find good offensive linemen anywhere. And I think if you address that, that's the truth about the Patriots. When last time I heard the Patriots have a bad offensive line? That's all I've got to say, fellas. Y'all take it easy.
3: All right, bro. all right, man. Have
4: a good one. Peace, man.
2: All right. Yeah, man. So um about to move on and talk about what happened while you were on the Grizz Night e But just to let you guys know, um. If you wanna call in the sequel that you call three two three four one zero 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 one two. And also, don't forget, if nothing else, please check out our website which is war dot com. That is warroomsports dot com. Um man, we gotta talk about what happened while you were on the grid. Uh be awesome. You wanna um, you know talk about what happened while you were on the grid night.
3: Absolute of course Lee. Oh, while why we're on the Grizz uh, while we, While y'all were on the Grizz Nye is brought to you by Digital Extreme Tech. Um, do you or your business need a custom website? Of course you do. Well, for dynamic, professional, and most of all, affordable custom website solutions, you need Digital Extreme Technologies. No need to break the bank for an effective online presence quality, results-driven websites at an incredibly affordable price. We have financing options available, so there really is no excuse for y'all to be out here with Wix sites that you built. Visit DigitalExtremeTech.com or call two six seven two zero five four two zero three. And for discounted rates, be sure to tell them War Room Sports sent you. Yes, sir.
2: All right, man. So, you know, it's, it's one story we're going to talk about that happened this past week while you were on the video. One.
3: one. One. All right. So,
2: we have verses this past week. And Everywhere we related, go,
3: so people want to uh, oh, know. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Um, okay. So, the lock
2: took Dipset and put him in a blunt and smoked in a Dipset pack um, in versus. Uh, B. Austin kind of talked about this earlier. What were your overall thoughts on um, this versus, B. Austin?
3: Um, I think that in rare instances, you can see elements of hip-hop culture make its way to the surface. And I think that versus was a brilliant platform to allow older hip-hop and R&B acts as well as newer to sort of come forward in the spirit of fun, in the spirit of competition, shit, in the spirit of economic gain, um, to grow their relevancy, but also to demonstrate what it is that they do best and what it is that they've done best through the years by rolling through their catalog and allowing the fans to decide, yo, who, who, who's the best, who's the worst in this here rap game for those who claim, Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's the lost boys. But, um, I think that if you really pay attention to who the warlocks are versus who Dipset is, you would understand that in that environment and on that platform there just was no way the dipsticks, the Dipset dudes had a chance to win that. And and it's not even a knock on their vast catalog cuz those dudes have a vast catalog and they've created some things um that are amazing that we we all enjoy as a part of the culture. I know you and I go back and forth over Cameron and I I have to acknowledge, I heard something recently from Cameron where I was like, Oh, this ninja is related to big L after all. Like he does have bars when he wants D block. The locks have forever since their inception built their entire brand catalog and existence off of the ability to spit hot, flaming fire r- raps and rhymes. What we, what we, All right, one so of the things that I, draw, I, I, I what, just let me, let me get this out. Right. So they're both street hop. They're both, you know, known for their street presence or whatever, but the locks are backpackers in essence. These guys are backpack rappers who might move a pack or two. But they're they're still pen their penmanship based. Go ahead, Jimmy.
2: No, I just want to say, um, for me this is funny, right? Because these are probably my two favorite hip hop groups ever. Right? and, and mm-hmm. everybody knows that. Everybody I know. Everybody was coming to me like, well, "Who are you going to take?" These, these both your people. And I'm like, "Yo, I, I hit them with the sheet. Like both teams play hard, my man. Like before, before this is beforehand. <laughs> but what's, fun, what's what's funny about this is, I was yo, talking Jimmy, to uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy fell right? off the stage, yo. Yeah, so I was talking to uh, a shot to our brothers, Hank and uh, Phil Phil Maddox, and, you know, Hank Hank is a little bit younger, so he came, he came up when Dipset was on their run. Like, so sort the of locks a little bit before then. But the funny thing is, so Phil from Stitching in the Tape, which is uh, our hip-hop show on the Warren Force Podcast Network, Phil is a hip-hop historian, and Phil goes to every show there is to go to. And the one thing that he said, he literally told me how this would play out he told me what mm-hmm. song will be played, which song will be mm-hmm. played after what song. So I want to take the mm-hmm. time to basically just give Phil Madden a, a salute. salute. Because it's not, even, it's not even just that he said the locks will win. Because actually most people on my timeline said the locks will win. So that wasn't shocking. But Phil told me exactly how it would play out. He was like, yo, he was like, listen. And, and, and the thing about this version for me is I learned a lot of life lessons from this version. Because one thing Phil told me, Phil was like, yo. This set don't mess with each other. He was like, they don't even know the words to their songs. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yo, I went to see him in the show, and they were singing over tracks. They
3: don't know the words. They're lip syncing. Listen,
2: and not only that, he was like, yo, they don't really mess with each other. He was like, on the locks, they have all the chemistry in the world. They perform together all the time. He literally told me how this would play out. So as it was playing out, I was laughing.
3: they, they 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 pick each other's kids up from school they take each other to the juice bar to work in the community yo the chemistry there the locks are family dipset would like what to am saying what i'm saying, means, what I'm saying is you,
2: can't, you can't you can't you can't fake that right so to me yeah. this wasn't even about the music this wasn't even about the music cuz you know, the locks was playing mixtape records because so i i get your point about them not even going for like going as hard as they could go nah. But to me this was a lesson, this was a lesson in brotherhood right because like Yo. you could tell that other dudes don't even mess with each other. Like they probably they probably haven't talked since that night. <laughs> like yeah. think about it. Like think about it. Like they probably haven't talked since that night. They obviously so, don't perform together, so they don't rehearse. So
3: did they? Like it's so I difference. know this is an obvious. There's an obvious answer to this. Did they just do this for the bag? They just did this. I mean, for it's the bag.
2: possible they did it for the bag. They also got a tour coming up, but I think it's just a. dick. To me, it's just it's like a difference like what what Yo. i saw what i saw is you know and i know i know devin dev keeps saying like uh they're not on a locked level right
3: they're not they're on the level of not. what
2: though song for song song for song they have it but in terms of performance never um but also part of me feels like that's where you song also
4: did he too you think song, song, for song for song
2: listen Absolutely, because the thing about it is, we're talking about we talk about song for song. We talk about like we
1: did um, group songs, no songs as well as individuals.
2: Vicky. Listen, me and Phil, me and Phil did this, and Phil, cause me and Phil did. We went, we went song for song. They have a lot of groups have just as many songs as the Locks, right? If we are going song they for song, we take on. individual songs as well as group songs. But that, I mean, that's all right. That's, that's what I'm getting to. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, if we're going song for song. You could take state. state Probably got 20 songs. You taking all beans catalog, You talk about the 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 single, um, Petey Crack single. The Young Guns got two number one singles. Like they got songs, but the difference is performance. So uh, it's almost like without versus is not just about songs,
3: right? Yeah, I can I can versus agree. About, I can agree with that. It's about your ability to perform and hype the crowd. You have to be an MC. In the truest form of you know nineteen eighty three outside the park, yeah, and that's yeah. what they, that's short. That's where they fall. That's an element of hip hop. That's short because that's an element of hip. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally, because, I totally because, get you and agree. I just think song for song, the Locks catalog is a little is a little deeper. Um I feel but like here's the
2: thing though. You gotta understand mm-hmm. verses. Verses is twenty. Versus a 20 song. We're not just trying to say. Mm-hmm. And the Locks catalog really isn't that much. Cause if you think about it, the Locks really don't have that many group albums. They no, really
0: they don't. don't.
2: They, got, they, got, they got like two and a half group albums total. Right? Three. They really don't have that many group albums. I mean, because the last one was really a short joint. That's why I said two and a half. But they got We Are The Street. They got Money, power, Respect. And they got the most recent one. That's like really the only group albums that they have. So it's not like they have a lot of group songs. But when we start talking about solo catalogs, now and also features, you can get to twenty, but you can do the same. thing. But that's also a second a second thing. And um, who was it? Oh, Mr. C was the one that said this. Mr. C, um, I saw on social media he another part of verses that no one really thinks about
3: is your DJ. Mr. DJ, yeah, the DJ right? was corny.
2: Who's your DJ? Because their DJ was absolutely your their, their DJ was trash. The Dipset DJ was trash before the event started. The lock DJ was playing all like you know '90s music, the vibe that we were getting ready to experience, and this DJ came on and was playing like 4. and I'm like,
0: dude,
2: what are you doing? It didn't yep. make no sense. But my point is, like, even even their song selection. The first song they started out with was like a, a D-list song. It's not even one of their. I'm like, what are you doing? I knew from mm-hmm. that point on when they picked their first song, I said they're dead. I told Phil, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, who picked this song? They're dead because I yo, saw I saw DJ Premier, who's arguably the greatest producer of all time get put in the blunt too cuz he was playing Britney Spears songs on a verse. Like who wants to hear that?
3: Yo. Point being, uh I, I think I think, I think the lot, internet, the there. internet being a thousand million and oh, uh, I saw a comment uh and I can't take credit for it, but the comment went The locks are like the Temptations or the Four Tops. But with felonies I was like mm-hmm. yeah I said like, yeah that's that's what they are they they have a chemistry they have a yeah man it it, it was wonderful to see I think hip-hop one and listen I you know I, I've been critical of the dipstick sets uh, for for some time but I do acknowledge their position in hip-hop history they have some amazing bangers some amazing music um but I always think of them They're more right. as They're cultural. Right. I think of them more as cultural icons and trendsetters. And those are the dudes that you, that you wanted to be at the lunch table in high school or, you know, they, that, that was more their vibe, but the locks, the locks, man, just, you know, these, these dudes are like prophetic apostles now at this point in that, in that, you question, know, and 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 I cause, mm-hmm. because one of the things
2: I was thinking about is like I, I remember the, dip, the dip set run was crazy. They had an amazing run. Who was top. so like I know who I mean, was because I remember like I know Dev, Dev said he missed that whole run. Like I I, I know that I was I was still in. The, I mean, I still listen about that time. Their run was crazy. They wanted a run where they were at the top of the game. Now, with that being said, well, someone Dev, Dev said, is someone not said necessarily a stick
3: set fan, fan, but. Yeah, go ahead.
2: No, no, I'm talking about in terms of him saying he missed that run. Like, their run was crazy, right? Their run was absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, they may have had a bigger run in hip-hop than the locks have had in hip-hop. The locks are like hip-hop staples. They're like always uh, you're try, you're trying, to, actual, you're trying, to,
3: you're trying run, to You're trying to slowly you slowly and surely inject a little bit of, of get back for your, for your homie. no. My no, no. That,
2: that, that. No, listen. Oh, listen. Good.
0: They got.
3: They got. Listen. I had
2: no pictures. I haven't. Listen. They got murdered. They dead. They. They're already dead. Like they don't exist. They're dead. <coughs> I'm not trying to make any peace for them. I was just talking about in terms of missing an era because I know, like, talking to Hank, who was coming. Like it's an age thing. To him, the locks is the old like they old like, and I get it. But that's what I'm saying because I was outside for both eras. I get it. But what I will say is, I feel like even the Wu Tang, right? And a lot of people say Wu Tang is the greatest hip hop group. I disagree. Mm-hmm. But if, if I think the Locks will put them in a body bag too, because they don't like yeah, each other.
3: Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. So, so to your point, that chemistry thing. I think you couldn't come to the table with all nine members. It's like 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 Ghost and Ray are family. Meth, meth, yeah, is is in there. But you know, then you got the other. <laughs> My man Golden Arms. Don't nobody like Golden Arms, baby Huey. Um, <laughs> Inspector Deck Yeah, that's true. Um Inspector Deck. He he's out there in left field. The genius is now a college professor and teacher. Um so yeah, I don't I don't know and no one likes the Rizzas. So to your point, that whole family chemistry, familial chemistry thing wouldn't work for the Woo. It, w- it wouldn't, sad to that, say, because I would me, love to see it.
2: To me, that, that's kind of like one of the things I took from. I also took something else in this, too, um, in that, you know, Swiss Beats, like, his production was made for this. Like, I remember when he yeah. battled Timberland, right? And he battled Timberland twice, and both times it kind of played out that way. It's like Timberland has these beats that are, like, just weird and all over the place. And then like he comes in with the bass and the like the boom bat sound and it like it just works better in the verses. I remember when, when Swiss battled um Just Blaze and you know, Swiss put him in the body bag too, but it was the same thing. It's like Just Blaze got like these soulful beats. Them soulful beats don't hit in the verses.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's that it's that boom back. And then we gotta, we gotta we gotta mention this before we like, you know, um move on, is that like Jada, Jada, yo, so he was like in a zone, like a basketball player. Keeping it sports related, like he yeah. and he,
3: yo, he told, fast. he told, so like, he told his brothers, he told, yeah. And I was surprised by that, but he told his brothers, like, yo, y'all could chill. Just let me get these these knuckles out the way real quick. That, that's why I, I felt like the locks only going at seventy five, eighty percent. They they didn't even have to, they didn't even have to go hard to to, to cook these dudes, man.
2: Yo, Kiston put Fab in the blunt, he put dipset in the blunt. Like it's a difference and, and one of the things that I that someone said to me was like also they, they tour with Diddy, right? And people talk about Diddy, but the one thing
3: Diddy has mm-hmm. always
2: been known for is like putting on a show and being
3: a showman. right? Yeah. Like, showman. Mm-hmm. So
2: like that tutelage adds to you as an M C because an M C Is different than being a rapper.
3: Move the crowd. He was
2: controlling the crowd. He was controlling the crowd even when songs weren't being played. Which Mm -hmm. means that,
3: with that being said, who the hell gonna care? Listen closely, young ones. He's breaking. He's breaking some ish down. A rapper and an MC. The MC controls the crowd. Master of ceremonies. Yo, them dudes are special, man. The Dipsticks, man. I I respect some of their catalog.
2: but that's why, like one of the reasons why they were trying to get like a Rakim and Big Daddy Kane versus like put together. Oh man! And I was like, listen, Rakim, Rakim is like my favorite, but he better not do that.
3: Nah, no, he don't Kane want to do that. want to in a
2: blunt. And, and, that, and that's a different body bag in a body bag. He, body kind of bag. <laughs> he, he will put your body. He will put, guy, he will put your
3: body bag in a body bag in a body bag.
2: Yo. And I yeah. probably like my kim better yeah. as a rapper, but in that format, like, yo, Kane might stuff him in the blunt, yo. Don't
3: do it. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, so, I don't I don't mean, wanna nah, see certain people lose. So let me let me ask you let yeah, me I'm ask right. you this. How do you think Cam how do you think yeah. Cameron would fare individually versus because I feel like he's he's got some catalog. He does. He does. No, I, he don't, I don't I don't think it's he, highly he, of him he, ly- lyrically. But he ain't a it.
2: Cameron has more hit songs than Jadakiss. I mean, that's just a fact. But the, but the problem is, the problem is I don't think he's a, in, in that in that format. He's not as good. As, he's not as good as MC as Jadakiss. Obviously, most most people aren't. But I don't know. I don't know. It All depends upon who you put him up against. Because again, he's not like an MC MC.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Like, he got a catalog, but a lot of cats got catalogs. Like, we talk about, like, hit songs, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of cats got catalogs, but that's why I said Versus is different because Versus, and it didn't start this way because in the beginning, cats were just sitting around, like, you know, on IG. What even, now they put it on, like, a, you know, right. a stage with a crowd. It's different. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's different than when Teddy Raleigh was, like, you know, in his crib on IG with a bad connection, yeah. so. I think it depends, man. It depends upon who you on stage with.
3: We've come up with versus has come a long <laughs> way from Ted Teddy's jam.
2: Yeah, so I mean it all depends upon who you put them in front of, but again, it's more than his songs. It's definitely more than his songs now. Now you gotta be able to perform. So a lot of cats that went on versus <coughs> already, they lucky because they're not gonna be exposed like this. Mhm. You know, what I mean, if you if you already went on versus when you could sit you know, sit in your crib on I G and just play songs. You know what I'm saying, and you ain't gotta perform, you know, especially like singers, right? Because some of y'all can't even sing no more. But but you know, mm-hmm. versus now, you gotta you gotta be able to still sing, carry a note. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So anyway,
2: man. With that being said, man, like that was still it was still dope to see. It was a beautiful for for hip hop, and I'm um, I'm glad that Kiss finally got his flowers because that was also shocking to me. How many people didn't know J was nice?
3: Yeah. People have no I'm serious. reason or excuse. Like I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand.
2: Man, I'm telling you. Listen, I'm t- What I realize about hip hop because I still, I still listen to hip hop. I listen to all kinds of hip hop. I listen to, uh, I listen to like you know all kinds of hip hop, grime music. What I recognize about hip hop is it's definitely generational. It's definitely generational. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Like, like everything is in art.
2: Some of the dudes. Some of the dudes that we came up with, these young dudes, will tell you are trash. Like, and it's getting to the point now where, and and it's funny because I was watching um the newest episode of the shop on um you know LeBron and them show, mm-hmm. and your girl was on there, J- Jamel was on there, mm-hmm. and she had made a point. She was like, she was like, yo, a lot of y'all just put Biggie and Pac in your top five because you feel like you're supposed to. She was like, people, people can't be in top five forever. Top five's got to change because things get better. And she was using the analogy of sports as well as, like, hip-hop. But she was saying, like, you know, like, Michael Jordan is, like, a big E or pop People just put him in there because you feel like you're supposed to. You might not have never seen him play, never went back and watched the tapes, but you start to feel like you got to put him in there. But what I realize is it's generational. These kids that grow up on, like, Little Baby, like, Little Baby is their jaded kid, right?
3: Like, um I think I think when you don't, don't establish I think when you don't establish a standard then things are easily more open to interpretation. Of course generationally you're going to have standards change, you're going to move away from things, <laughs> but I think technically like when you look at the technical um science of crafting rhymes and writing, and spitting bars, and emceeing, um, I think there is a standard that one can look to because there are artists today that have bars that are nice and and deserve their flowers. Like I think of a cat like a Cordae who's super tough. Isaiah Rashad, if he ever gets his mind right, super tough, right? So it's not just limited to um, a generational thing, I think the standards have moved um, as time has moved on because attention has come with so much value and the access to the consumer is so much easier that now people realize that what I have to put out to garner attention isn't necessarily a perfected, is is not necessarily coming from me perfecting a I mean, craft I mean,
2: it's, it's or being somewhat, nice. It's somewhat, but I can make the argument. I can make the argument mm-hmm. that there's always been nice
3: folks and there's always been trash
2: folks. Of
3: course like, there has. Of course.
2: Like so, that, so I, but I don't think that's changed. Like some would tell you With that. Va- you know, but, I've heard people say. But,
3: but there Jay was, Cole val- was there a There was new a like,
2: I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like mm-hmm. that. But I've heard that.
3: Um, I think J Cole. So I think J Cole stands on his stands on his own. I think I don't think he's the new Nas, but I think Cole can 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 spit. No, no, I'm just telling you. I bro. think Cole can spit. So hear me out though. Mm-hmm. What, I'm,
2: what I'm saying is, generationally speaking, it's just it's just a um, hip hop is really it's always been a young man's game. But your perception, yeah, like your perception, hip hop is based upon when they were raised or what they or what they like. Um, sure. Because, yo, know, some of these cats were born in the '90s, bro. Like. <laughs> Yo, mm-hmm. People listen to hip hop now. Think about it. We're in 2021, so if you're 21 years old, you were born in 2000. You're born in 2000. Yo, mm-hmm. You were born in 2000. You were born. So you were born like Biggie was gone already. Like it since, yeah, think about yeah, that. Biggie was gone. Year yeah. old no, was no, 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 no.
3: I, 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 absolutely. I, but I've but I've taken the time to play. 000, I've taken the time to play Biggie lyrics and write them down and show them to younger people that that can read because you know a lot of these cats don't really. Subscribe to that and and wowed them with what he was saying because it's not like showing them Curtis Blow, right? It's a little bit different in complexity. It's a little bit different in
0: effort and energy put
3: in.
2: Mm hmm Even back then, right? Like like Grandmaster Caz would had bars. Curtis Blow didn't. Like this (gasps) this has always existed. Mm Cool movie was nice. Like this is all. This has no, no 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 I
1: yeah
3: I'm that that that's true Jimmy but you're you're it's not one thing or the other it's still advancing as a whole so on the periphery you have terrible in the middle you have good but that good is advancing as the art and the craft is advancing all at once so what we consider trash back then and what we consider good it's still going to develop based on a standard and I think that I think that we've gotten away from those standards to accept what is being dictated, and it's our fault as elders in the game so guess, for guess, not really adhering disagree. to that
2: standard. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's what we disagree because I don't think the standard has ever existed. I really don't
3: think so. Like, you, I don't think that yeah. That you have a problem with standards. You, you have a problem. Cause you like things to be open and ambiguous and, and an excuse for the trash, right? I don't think I don't think no no, no 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 no. Because no.
0: look
3: look look, I can I sit down and give you that. seven MCs, seven MCs under uh-huh. twenty five years old okay, that can him. that can bar mm-hmm. that can bar bar down like they they got it. They 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 really can. And the baby ain't terrible. I think he's lazy and he knows what works. But I've heard him spit. Like I've I've heard him. You know, I know that, I know, I, no, I mean, in I listening you, to him, I, you I know, know what I because think. He's the biggest. He's the biggest. Yeah. I, but I know what I think he can do versus what he does to get attention and sell records. Well, first off, I let's, think let's be clear. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm.
2: I said, let's be real quick. Let's be clear. I said little baby, not the baby. It's a difference. And little baby can actually rap with the baby. Absolutely. Uh, that's not, uh, that's not little. That's bit, little let's
3: little be clear baby, about that. I love little baby's, I love little baby's content. He's a, He's down here in zone six. My kids are big fans. I love his content. I just hate his name and I hate his voice. He has a Derrick Rose interview voice uh, from seven years ago. <laughs> but, but Bull can rap like Bull. Can, he's he's an example under twenty five. Like he can go. I I I would throw him in rap, my yeah. in my under twenty five. Yeah, he can rap. So, I don't think that there 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 are people out there that here to a standard and say yo i want my content to be authentic i want it to be real i want it to have a technical craft to it and i think that that that, that, see, that but exists I, there's but there's i also think in, yeah, in, in 2021 think
2: it doesn't exist.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't
2: think it's ever existed because as long as i've been a fan of hip-hop and i listen to everything it's been it's always been trash and there's been dudes
1: that have that yo if you look for the trash, there's always you can always find it right yeah, you can always find
3: no, but but no, but jimmy no, no, there's no not there's not that many talented people i I agree, and that's exactly who I thought about, and I wasn't going to bring him up because I, I love him so much, but yo, he said dirty like animal feet i mean he's he is terrible as an m c we appreciate his cultural impact, we appreciate the, the things that he's put into the game in other ways. But it's for common. every Nori, it, for every Nori, there was a nature. You know, there was there was a, a, a but common. That there was, was,
2: that, but what I'm, mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get you to see is if you listen to hip-hop, it's mm-hmm. probably more nice dudes now than it was before. Now, the thing about it is because because it's so many people rapping now, and you can actually hear so many people because of the Internet, it's just mm-hmm. as many nice dudes now as it was in the mid-'90s. But the thing is, you've got to be looking for them. That's the thing. Like, it's just as many nice dudes right now.
3: Right. right now. I would, I would, I would agree. I would agree with that. But I think back then the guys that knew they were nice were willing to put the effort in versus now you've got guys that don't have to put the effort in to draw the attention because fame and attention trump a lot of substance. So it's more fame and attention. What
2: are we talking about though?
3: What are we, are we talking mm-hmm. about
2: culture? Or are we talking about sale? Because those are two different things. And I would even argue that too. I mean, young mc exists tone Loke exists they sold millions of records like the yeah, fact yeah, of you the matter you
3: can go you can, can go you can go to that the outliers and those, those were outliers because they no, went right to white outliers, america
2: and so how, many my, name, how many names how many names i have to give young mc wasn't an
3: outlier outliers. young mc and tone Curtis blow. And, and, Curtis, and, and
2: Curtis blow was literally the biggest artist in the world Yeah. And, and he dude. was amongst he was amongst other cats that could actually but rap, we can we can we can
3: He was amongst cats that actually could rap. We can name dozens upon dozens, if not hundreds of examples of lyricists and MCs that took their craft seriously, that had a talent, that had an ability. My my premise in all of this is to say that now the barrier to access and the barrier to entry to being a, 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 a member of entertainment has been severely lowered. And you got a lot of people in the game. Like you said, there may be more, Nice MCs because the barrier is lower, but there's also more riffraff. There's more yeah. noise in there than ever before. There's more noise than ever I because agree. anybody can decide, yo, I'm going to get on YouTube. I'm going to say Dr. Zeus, cat, hat, pop my Molly and sip my drink, and and somebody might, you know. Viral.
1: Wow,
3: <laughs> viral. Viral. Movie. Yeah, so, you know, I <laughs> no, think, that, anyway, I think man, that standards are definitely moving. To- Salute,
2: salute to the the locks. The only thing I'll say is, bro, that whole idea of standards, man. Like we could, I can give you a thousand names. I because I always go back and think like this idea of the standards have gotten lower. I just disagree with that because right now the top artists, the Kendricks, the Drakes, the J. Coles, they're the best rappers. We probably at, like, the top, the, top, the top of the food chain right now are probably the guys that have skills, right? Anyway, man, mm-hmm. on, cause we talked about this for a minute, man. You know what I mean? You can have a hip-hop conversation. We'd be bloviating for the next, uh, you know, next mm-hmm. few hours if no. we don't no. want to do that, man. Um, it's time to talk about what happened this day in sports history, which is brought to you by Sportsbook. Bottom line, greatest book ever written. Get it from WarrenSports.com. You know what I Let me know what you think about it. But this date in sports history, you're a Warren Moon is the first black quarterback Mm -hmm. into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. What are your memories or thoughts of uh, Warren Moon? Um. You broke up there for a minute, good brother. Um, What I'll say is this because B. Austin broke up. What I'll say is Warren Moon to me doesn't get his just due as being a quarterback. Um, Warm Moon is one of the greatest I've ever seen. I remember him in the running and shoot and the numbers and, and there some of his accomplishments. Can you hear me? You broke up good, brother. Wow. Yo, Hey, Austin, your phone your phone broke up. Um, let me what let me what? go real quick though before before we get out of here, because I can't hear you, B. Austin. Your phone broke up real crazy. Yeah, Scott, you said in the chat that you're breaking up. Um, I want to read a couple things he said about uh verses real quick. He said he wants to have him. He said that Versus that we just had was behind him. He wants to see LL versus Rakim. Um, what else did he say? He said that's why escaping SWV was boring. <laughs> <laughs> the performance part—that's why it was boring, because they couldn't sing.
0: <laughs>
2: Scott Hughes says the good set of locks have a jumper. Yeah, you crazy bro. But yeah, um, yo, you didn't like the uh, the escape? SW. I guess I like the song so much that I ignored the fact that none of them could sing no more. And you know, um, but I like the music that much. But yeah, so. LL. i me mean, I, I mean, I ask you a question real quick, you If LL and Rakim goes at it, who you got winning at in the versus format? LL Rock Rakim. Again, I think – if you ask me who I like between the two, I'm going to say Rakim. In that format, I think LL will crush Rakim. I hate to say it because Rakim is probably my favorite. Like, you know, if not my individual favorite, probably like, you know, right up there. But in that format, be awesome. Skyview, you got a verse he wants to say. Let me ask you a question, right? In the in the mm-hmm. versus format, he said he wants to see he wants to see LL and Rock in that format.
1: LL
3: will murder Rock I know
2: I hate to say it, bro. Yeah,
3: I, I, I'm saying Rock No, no because it's it's what you it's what you like, it's what you appreciate. Yo, <laughs> listen, I don't know where you put Nas, but Nas is up there in my top five, right? I don't want to see Nas oh, against anybody ever. Yeah, he can't he's not a oh, yeah, showman. He'll get,
0: he'll get, he's a pen he a pen, yeah. his
3: penmanship is amazing, but he's not a performer. Versus is
2: a yeah, penist. Yo, Nas might lose to somebody yeah. like Ludacris. He might be yo, Nas. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Nas. Ludacris, Ludacris versus a lot of people.
2: Yo. yo, imagine Nas Nas might get put in a butt by Nelly, yo. Yo, and and Nas is probably the goat, but yo, yo shout to Nas, yo. King just needs to come out tomorrow. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me yo, tell, you, let me tell you who has
3: no. Le, let me tell you who has no albums and would and would and would shine. Andre 3000, three stacks would shine in the verses. He don't even got no album. No, you know who was shining the verses? So it's really the last thing I'm gonna say about this. You know who, no. I'm gonna tell you who was shining the verses, bro. Buster. Buster got hit. Yo, Busta's stayed. showing. I will pay. I will pay. Whatever money is necessary to go see Buster, and listen, to your point, I think Buster is saving himself for when the money gets right, because he knows it ain't no showman in the game. Buster get up on stage and give himself a heart attack to get to get the w. Yo, Buster. Have you seen a Buster, Buster show? Buster jumps way. off a of, off of ish
1: that's 10 Dog, feet in I've the seen air. Yo, I've a
3: Buster
2: show. Yo, Buster shows make me overrate him as a rapper, like. Cause I don't know where he yeah. stands in the pantheon, but watching him perform live makes you feel like yo, he's the goat. Like he's the goat performer yo. in hip hop. Like only other Bustle show I've been jump. to is probably his or not. He'll do
3: WWE type stuff. Yo, Buss is out of control with his shows. So yeah, he. he, he but listen
2: though, other dude, I, dude. only other show I, I, if you ever if you ever been to a KRS show, I went to a KRS show <laughs> one time, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's what an MC is because. I don't even know yeah. if he's saying all this hits but he has an ability to talk to the crowd, move the crowd in a way that
1: mm-hmm. and nobody
2: else does. That's why that's why he's KRS1. he one. So, he he would tell he would know, tell you but, that
3: he's a he's a he's an MC way before he's a rapper. He'd tell you that in the heart I'm an MC. Yeah. yeah so Neil De- says def- definitely I don't know where y'all y'all miss me on up. on uh I don't know where y'all miss me on Warren Moon but yo salute to Oh yeah, salute Warren, to Warren.
2: yeah on, uh, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't get your thoughts I didn't get your thoughts on what you remember about Warren Moon or where do you rank him, how you feel about him as a quarterback. Um,
3: So at the time when I really was exposed to Warren Moon, I was a a, um, Randall Cunningham fan, obviously. And what I remember distinctly about Warren Moon was he reminded me more of like a Dan Marino and that he was a pocket passer. And even at that young age, I could figure out, yo, we don't have to just be running quarterbacks. We don't have to be – uh, single-wing takeoff dudes, wing-T quarterbacks, even though that's not what they called it at that time, the expectation was one read and dip out and go, two reads tops. Warren Moon wasn't running. And the funny thing was Warren Moon was athletic in college. Like Warren Moon could run. Yeah. Warren Moon decided in I'm not running. Canada, he was out. Yeah, and in Canada, he, he got out of there. But in, in Canada, he decided, yo, when I'm coming back to the NFL, I am a true pocket passer. I don't give a damn about these legs or or running. They don't pay me to run. They pay me to pass. And that's what he committed to. So salute to him. Uh, He's in in my pantheon of greats. I I wish he would have gotten more of an opportunity and a chance in the NFL. But he did great with what he was afforded. Um, And salute to him.
2: Yeah, one of the greatest I've ever seen. Let me ask you this question, though. Um, Is he the greatest black quarterback Mm -hmm. ever played football? Okay, well, you answered that fast. You At the, no N- the, NFL... So. <laughs> yeah, NFL the NFL level,
3: level no? I would say yes. Yeah, I would say yes.
2: Okay. All right, let's leave it at that then, man. We'd like to give a big warm salute to this historical moment because that was amazing, man. But we are getting ready to get out of here, man. Shout out to Neil and Scott for holding the chat down as always. Listen, we love and appreciate you guys. Your guys are always holding the chat down. It's number love. Um... And I definitely don't want to see Rakim at L.L. Skyview because I don't want to see my favorite um, get embarrassed like that. So with that being said, thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another Briefing in the War. And shout out to everybody, everybody that messes with us in any way, whether it's social media, people that listen live, people that listen on the replay. We appreciate all of the support. Shout out to our brother, Dev, who's um, out feeding Guatemalan orphans um, doing community service. So shout out brother Death, for doing that community service. Tune in next week live right here on On Demand as we catch you up on all of the goings-on in the world of sports. So until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. The rest of the Tokyo Olympics, so now I have to watch for the new lens because B. Be basically told me that i am sell for white supremacy, and he's probably right. Or whatever you're watching this week. So stay safe in these streets, and we'll see you right back here next time. Catch everything that we do, all of our conversations. Check our webcasts, our podcasts. Anything that has to do with us, you can find at the hub of warroomsports.com. That includes my book, Sports to Book. Get that at warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top.
1: And Jimmy, and all know the blueprint, yo every Thursday 6 to 8 they do this <laughs> shout out to Dez, PJ, Woo. beat Austin, dot Bay on replay, uh. warroomsports.com get that mobile app it's knocked out, 3, 2, 3, 4, ten, double, oh, 012. If be going and you sensitive, then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, a tough push. Show time like magic and the block push. Magic. Listen alive, push one to join in. Uh. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. <laughs> Hip hop dollars, pit stop and knowledge. Uh. Should be in sports, credit I ain't talking college. G- Five guys, no beef though. Work three secrets, but the streets know ah, Bellafani, uh, I got a cheap flow, uh K C royal i I'm in D mode, woo, two hours Get your game up, uh Who's the dust and sports cap, you better name us War of sports?